welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hi everyone, I'm Sue Omanson. In this series, we focus on trees, one of the most important and valued parts of our northern Illinois landscape and for the Naperville Park District. And in this first episode, I'm excited to welcome Ed Headborn from the Morton Arboretum. Ed prepares the Arboretum's fall and spring color reports, and those are available at mortonarb.org. And he can help answer the questions that come up each fall and spring about what influences the colors and how to best see and appreciate them. Thank you for being here today, Ed. Glad to be here. So uh, just this week, I couldn't help notice, but the colors are popping here in Naperville. Um, They also seem especially vibrant compared to the fall of 2021 when they seemed muted to me. Would you explain what causes that difference in color? Uh, Basically, it's the weather. Okay. Uh, Not just the weather of the autumn season, Mm. but the the previous summer okay yeah the health of the tree where the where the plant is sited as well okay and even the kind of tree oh, interesting. because different trees have the ability to change different colors or different shades of color depending on the conditions they're growing in and the weather they experience so last summer You know, you have hot, dry, you go into the fall, and there's not much rain in the fall. Mm -hmm. Uh, That can, doesn't allow the tree to make real vibrant colors. They're stressed. Yeah. So they show it, they show it with lighter colors, more faded colors. Okay. When a plant has optimum growing conditions, enough moisture, then the colors can pop. You get the brightest colors. When you have bright sunny days, cool nights, and the plant has adequate moisture. Okay, those three things. So Mm. any of those three things changes in that. If you have bright sunny warm days, warm nights, that can hold off the color change. Ultimately, what really triggers the fall color change is decreasing day length. That's what I which, thought. Okay. Which doesn't right. which really doesn't change no. from year to year, but that's sort of the constant. Right. We think of, you know, oh, look at the, the the beautiful fall colors. We enjoy the colors. What the plants are really doing is getting ready for winter. Mm-hmm. So during the summer, the leaves are the food making, the the energy capturing food making organ of the of the plant. So they're capturing sunlight, converting light to chemical energy, which they use to make, you know, food to keep them alive, to allow them to grow. And that light capturing pigments, and there are several of them, the one we really see is the green pigment, the chlorophyll. That masks the yellow pigment that is in the leaf, the, the carotenes. Okay. Think carrot, orange, those are your oranges and yellows, but the yellows are masked by the green chlorophyll. In the fall with decreasing day length, the chlorophyll breaks down and is not replaced. And as 
autumn progresses, the day length gets shorter, the chlorophyll starts to fade. It's not made, so as it fades, it unmasks the yellow pigment. And that's when we start to see the yellows showing in, in the autumn. Some plants, not all, have the ability to make red pigments. And depending on the weather of that particular year, the health of the plant, the reds can be limited in production or they can make a lot of them. So what happens when you mix yellow with red? Orange. You get orange. It's kind of like the yellow's always there. Then if you take, you know, something for children to do or adults, you know, take colored pencils, you color in the shape of maybe a outline of a sugar maple leaf with a yellow uh, pencil. Right. Then lightly go over that with a red pencil. You get a subtle yellowish orange. Mm -hmm. That's if the conditions aren't optimal. Okay. As the conditions get better, go over a little harder with the red pencil. Now you start to get that vibrant orange that we think of of sugar maple leaves in the fall when you walk through some of the forest preserves or parks. If it's a real good year, really go over it, and that orange changes to red. So sugar maple, depending on the weather of a particular year, the leaves on one particular tree can be yellow. The next year they could be orange. The year after that, the same tree could be red. You know, you get a hard frost, then all bets are off. You can start to get some uh, frost damage. But even frost damage, when you think of it from, I guess, the artistic standpoint, you can get a hint of brown as the edges of the leaves may, may, may die. Okay. And then from a distance, a leaf that is sort of a, a clear yellow that starts to get hints of brown in it, your eye merges them, much like going down to the Art Institute and looking at a Surat pointillist painting. Yeah. Uh, your eye blends those colors together, and instead of yellow, you start to see gold. Would you give us some examples of tree species to look for by color? Uh, for example, I, there's some purple trees I've noticed. Purple can, you can get purples in some of the flowering dogwoods. Oh, okay. You Actually, there is one of the horticultural selections of a hybrid elm. That elm is a replacement, essentially, for Mm. our American elm that can turn sort of a a maroon color in the fall. Right, okay. Um, And then it's almost a a faded wine purple Mm -hmm. would be white oak, sort of the classic purple rich purple leaves that would show up earlier in the season, late September to early October, would have been our American ash. Okay. And unfortunately, those have been nailed by the uh, Emerald ash borer. The Emerald ash borer. So occasionally you can still spot that purple, and uh, you get up close and it's probably a lone ash tree. Mm, Okay. Later in the season... Sort of a, a more maroon purple could be some of the calorie pears. Okay. That are sort of have been commonly planted in in suburbia. Okay. Uh, lately, I've been noticing 
large trees that are a brilliant yellow. Uh, let's see, <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> of, a lot of trees. Uh, probably the commonest yellow trees in homelands to capes would be, if it's a very fine, mm-hmm. small textured uh, leaf, it would be a honey locust. Okay. Uh, other yellow trees are hackberry. Okay. Uh, ginkgo will turn a very uh, gorgeous, even yellow color. Then sort of the standing joke is you have a frost and you come up and there's this ring of yellow leaves around oh, the base yes. of a bare tree because they almost all drop overnight. Other yellows, you know, depending on the year, could be sugar maple. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of hickories will okay. turn yellow uh, or a little tint of, of gold from from brown edges mm-hmm. on, on the leaf. Okay. So, and then... You know, the oranges, sort of the classic, the the royalty of fall color is sugar maple. Yes, yes. It's beautiful. Uh, there are a lot of uh, newer maples, um, the autumn blaze maple, that are yes. uh, kind of a purplish red. Or Yes. Okay. The, the autumn blaze is actually a hybrid. It's okay. a cross between our native red maple and our silver maple. Silver maple grows fast, sort of has weak wood, sprawls, has a yellow fall color, but its advantage is it's very adaptable to growing in alkaline or clay soils. Okay. Whereas red maple, the Acer rubrum, likes acidic soils. Hmm. So when you cross the two, you get the red fall color from the red maple with the ability to grow in heavier alkaline soils from the silver maple. So you sort of get the best of both parents. Okay. So I I think you touched on this before, but the general progression of color changes is, um, you know, some are very early turners and and some are later. Is that more weather dependent? Uh, Yes and no. Certain plants, they get ready for fall at different times. Okay. So there is a progression through the autumn season. So say mid-September, if you see red developing on vines, mm-hmm. it's usually one of two plants. Could be Virginia creeper, yes. which is sort of five leaflets, can, can be a ground cover on the ground, or typically you'll see it going up the trunk of the tree in, in sun. And it will turn sort of a rich, almost a purpley red. Mm -hmm. The other one that also can be a ground cover, crawl on fences, go up trees, is poison ivy. (laughs) That's what I thought. And it can turn anywhere from yellow to a a brilliant red. Mm, And and can be very attractive. (laughs) But you got the two plants that's... You know, the opposite ends of that little saying, leaflets three, let it be, Mm -hmm. poison ivy, leaflets five, let it thrive, which is Virginia creeper. Interesting. Two vines. The other more shrubby or low, shrubby or sprawling colony forming plant would be the sumacs. Mm, Yes. They're early turners and they will turn red. Then as they're dropping, you get a progression into more yellows. Okay. So some of the Earlier yellow trees would be the Japanese Katsura tree. Um, Hackberry will change early yellow. 
you'll start to see hints of yellow on um, shagbark hickory. Okay. And honey locust. We don't have much of it, but our American elm would right. sort of that then would fall into that uh, late September, early October time frame. And then you start to get the sugar maple kicking in about the second week in October, second to third week in October, when it normally, on average, okay. would have its best fall color. Okay. And as though those start to drop, then you start to get your white oak, your red oak. Um, Burr oak has been, is out there. It's a good adaptable urban tree like succulent soils. Leaves turn yellow, but they sort of turn yellow and drop. Okay. So you've got a green leaf, green tree with sort of spotty yellows that are just dropping as they change. Oh, interesting. Okay. Rather than I'm going to wait till everything changes yellow and then drop. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's been going all along from, say, late September into mid-October. and But then as all those yellows have started to drop and you're seeing bare branches, mm-hmm. that's when a lot of our native white oaks will really come up with uh, sort of that wine purple oh, okay. color. And as they drop, Maybe the the last to hang on, are uh, or to change, are some of the calorie pears. Okay. And that can be sort of a rich maroon type red. Mm-hmm. People ask, when 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 are the when's fall color going to happen? What they're really asking is, when are the sugar maples going <laughs> to change? But when you know, think of it, think of color as. Th- through the whole year, not mm-hmm. just one short season. There are different shades of green in plants, but even when the leaves drop, there are different shades and in, in colors in the bark that we see. There are different textures. There are fine twigs. There are coarse twigs. You can see uh, different fruits hanging on at different times of the year. You can All of a sudden, you can s- see bird nests. And even in, say, a sugar maple woods, like, you know, Maple Grove Forest Preserve or along the DuPage River where there's a lot of sugar maples, you'll notice the canopy changes. And as they drop, the understory brightens and you get more color change. And the, the forest floor, the, the ground cover, may still be kind of green. Right, and as the right. leaves drop, all of a sudden you get a color change down there. And it all has to do with a progression of removing the blocking leaves and opening the area to more light. Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.